Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction of any kind or those searching for a better way to live. Rich and Susan Collenberg found freedom from drug addiction and alcoholism over two decades ago. In the series, The Temple of the Mind, they examine the Beatitudes, the Lord's Prayer, and other Bible passages to show how God uses His Holy Word in the events and trials of life to prepare hearts and minds to be the temple of His Holy Spirit. Take every thought captive now on Freedom to Choose. Thy kingdom come, thy will be Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose. And this is the new series uh, that we have going called The Temple of the Mind. And it's program number six, Blessed Are the Merciful. And if you want to uh, listen to this program again, you can go to our website, www.justasiamministries.com. All of our previous radio programs are on there. Just hit the Listen Now button. And for this one here, if you want to go back and listen to this one again, it's program number six on the series The Temple of the Mind, and it's titled Blessed Are the Merciful. Well, and just as a side note, we're going to be doing some updating to our site and to make things a little bit more user-friendly. Hopefully we're going to start going through, and instead of just program number six, we will have... A title with a little bit of a little lead in to let you know what it's about, a little description. And on top, as well as that, um, you know, if you've um, heard our radio program before, you've heard some different lead in music. So now we have some new music by, um, we should call him like Rich and the Gang because it's not just him, he's got a whole, whole uh, group of people that help him to produce the music. But God's the one that gives him the creativity and the intelligence to um, create this nice music. And if you're interested, we um, have a music website. It's K-O-L-L-Y music, calling music, or just search Rich's name on Google or whatever, uh, DuckDuckGo, whatever search engine you use, and you can listen to the music. It's called The Prayer. Yeah, this one, it's it's actually a, uh, an arrangement of the Lord's Prayer, but right. it's just simply called The Prayer. And, yeah, uh, it, it's um, uh, there's hopefully going to be a new CD out soon, um, more on a completely Christian based, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, music and it'll, of it'll this yeah, we'll we'll have this that finished up here in about a month. Yeah, um, there'll be nine nine songs on it. Uh, John three sixteen, First Corinthians thirteen, and some other um, songs. Other. Uh, arrangements of of Bible texts and stuff right. like so that. Right. So if you do have a CD or D- DVD player, you can always contact us in the um, uh, request part of the email on the website that Rich mentioned, and just let us know if you're looking to to get something. We have a lot of resources that are available. We have a lot of resources available as well. Uh, books. Uh, um, could it be this simple? We have the, the way out of your prison. 
uh, is a book that uh, we put together with uh, a psychiatrist, a doctor friend of ours uh, from back east. And um, we use that in Folsom Prison when we go into Folsom Prison as a workbook. And we have a other workbook, too, that I wrote, uh, Seven Steps to Freedom. And it has a lot of object lessons in. So those resources are available for free. Susan ships out, I don't know, four to ten of those a week. Um, and if you have a group and you want to go through the book, uh, either book in your group, uh, it works quite well. Um, and it's not just for drug addicts and alcoholics. It's basically kind of what we talk about all the time. We're human. We're human beings. We have a carnal nature and a spiritual nature. Recognizing that and being able to deal with that in a healthy way so that we uh, we can interact with people and love our, our neighbor and um, have compassion. And, and that's what uh, life is all about on this planet, and that's what Jesus is trying to encourage us to grow into. Right, so you can go to our website to, get, um, to request those resources, listen to the radio programs, and pretty soon we'll have those as downloadable files. As yeah, well. yeah, so. so that'll be good, yeah. yeah. Susan, would you open with a word of prayer, please? Yes, Lord, we are just so grateful that um, you deem us worthy to be saved. And in and of ourselves, we we are the masters of destruction. And so we're grateful that um, you have shown us um, how to get off this planet alive. And we just pray that you'll send your spirit to be with, with each one of us to enlighten our minds and help us to have the... Um, power to carry out those things that you reveal to us. And we're very grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, once again, this series is called The Temple of the Mind. And uh, like Susan mentioned, we are going through um, the Beatitudes first, and then and, and then we're going to go through some other sayings of Jesus as well. But uh, the reason for the title of the, the, the series is that the Temple of the Mind is because— um, Jesus wants to make us well, and he wants us to help us help us think straight, and he wants to help us to um, learn what growing that spiritual nature really looks like. And the Beatitudes are actual a, pro- a progression of the growth of the spiritual nature. That's exactly what they are. Right, and so when we're talking about the temple of the mind— um, we all have um, that center in our brains and in our minds, and we have a power that rules us as human beings. And so Jesus is saying um, that um, that we are temples, and we can either have the Holy Spirit or the unholy spirit residing in our minds. And um, and Jesus is teaching us this because he said, let this mind be, or Paul said, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. And that's the mind that where you're not afraid for yourself, mm-hmm. that you're willing to give your life for another human being, that you um, don't count yourself above other people. You know, and, 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 and giving your life for another person doesn't mean you're going to run out and die for him. It, me- it, it also has the meaning of, we do for others. We spend time doing for others. That's what giving your life is. And so uh, when we get outside of ourselves and begin to do for others, and, and it, there's documented proof that altruistic behavior lengthens the life mm-hmm. in, in, in students. It helps with education. We are made 
in a package with a carnal and a spiritual nature, and when we nourish and when we treat that spiritual nature correctly, we are healthier all around. Right. And, and, and it's just, it's been documented that altruistic behavior helps the human psyche and helps the human being, uh, both body and spirit. And so, the, you know, the, as we talk about the progression of, the, of, of, you know, the leading edge, you want to say it, or an advancing, advancing edge of Christian experience, you know, the first beatitude, Jesus talks about people feeling their need. Blessed are the poor in spirit. That's where it all starts. Where did your moment of clarity come with you? When did you realize you had a need for him? Probably when I was at the lowest point in my life and there was nowhere, no no there was no more no more advancement and there was no more um descent. I was done. You were done. I was poor done. in spirit. Yes. You so you there was no other there's no house right. left on the no. block. No. You tried it all. Right. Right. And so that's what, you know, and Solomon's confession in Ecclesiastes says exactly the same thing. I tried this. I tried that. I tried this. I tried that. It's all vapor. It's nothing. Right. And in the end, he said, blessed, you know, blessed are you, God. And, and the whole duty of man is to keep God's commandments. God's commandments are what? Love God and love your neighbor. That's right. the duty of man. Right. So Jesus goes through these progressions of, these, of, of, of the Beatitudes, and what he's doing is he's talking about, he's illustrating character traits that don't incur guilt. Mm-hmm. Because guilt is what wears us out and separates us from God, no? Right. And yeah. so what's so Im- what's so important about character and why are the characteristics described in the Beatitudes so contrary to our natural nature? Okay, so yeah, we are the de- dwelling place of God. Right. Supposedly, hopefully, right. right? But he does not go where he's not welcome. And human nature, the, 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 what Jesus said when he was talking about the Beatitudes and why it sounded so contrary when, to the listeners when they heard it is because the Beatitudes are contrary to human nature. Mm-hmm. Human nature runs on fear, and we try to protect ourselves mm-hmm. at, all, at all cost. Mm-hmm. We, we're fear of being found out, fear of our past, fear of the future, fear of, of somebody finding out, fear of getting too close to someone, fear of all these things— that's what human nature runs on, and Jesus comes and he's talking about how to cast out that fear mm-hmm. with the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. You need me. Blessed are the poor in spirit, those that will need me. Blessed are those who, uh, blessed are the meek. Blessed, you know, and he goes through these Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, blessed are those who mourn for their sin. When you had your moment of clarity, were you all of a sudden sorry for the people you hurt? Absolutely. Yeah. And sorry for the things that, that I that I did. That's your second beatitude. Mm-hmm. You see, first you felt your need. The next step was you began to—I know for me, I look back and everything I had done up to that point was wrong. And I saw, I saw in like Technicolor all the people I'd hurt. And that's what he's talking about. Blessed are those who mourn. And so as we go down through the beatitudes, and now we are blessed at the, as the merciful are the merciful, we're getting to— the, to those, uh, those parts of the character now, where a person sees their kind of sees their place, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we see our place in the world. Blessed are the merciful. Well, God was awfully merciful to me. 
mm-hmm. maybe I need to be merciful to other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, sometimes people can think if someone's merciful, merciful, they can that they're weak as well. I don't know. You know, yeah. It isn't it kind of society weak as a label you put on anyone that doesn't lash out when they quote unquote should according right, to human right. Right. You should always engage and right. right. Prove your point. Prove your point. Right. Make sure that they hear it. And if somebody does you wrong, you're going to get them back, and right. everybody's going to cheer you on. Right. And boy, do you not see that in social media? I mean, my word. Well, you see it everywhere. You social it. media is just a platform for it to be displayed. Yeah. It's an everyday life. Um, so our scripture is um, from Matthew 5, verse 7, mm-hmm. and it's, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. The heart of man by nature is cold and dark and unloving. Whenever one manifests a spirit of mercy and forgiveness, forgiveness, he does it not of himself, but through the influence of the Holy Spirit moving upon his heart. We love because he first loved us, First mm. John four nineteen. Yeah. So is there, <clears throat> what is the difference of being merciful and being a codependent? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, codependency is doing something for someone else that they could and should do for themselves. But let's look at mercy and see what the difference is, okay? Because God is the source of all mercy. His name is merciful and gracious, Exodus 34, 6. And actually, this is related to uh, Moses asking to see God's glory, and, and God says, well, I'm merciful and I'm gracious and I'm forgiving, and he starts to describe all these wonderful character traits. So God doesn't treat us according to what we deserve, He doesn't ask if we're worthy of his love, but he pours out his love upon us to make us worthy. So that's interesting. So we're not merciful, but when God is merciful to us, that can either call forth either nature. Yes. That you can either be in unison with that mercy and treat other people the same way, or you can reject it and go about your own selfish nature and you know, make that stronger. So God, yeah. it's it's just really interesting on how um, he's not vindictive. He doesn't look to punish us as human beings, but he looks to redeem us. Yeah. Even the severe things that happen on this planet, he allows for our salvation. He yearns with intense desire to relieve the woes of people and to apply his ointment to their to their wounds. It is true that God will by no means clear the guilty Exodus 34, 7, but he would take away the guilt. So do we, so God is saying, you know, this is my heart towards you. Can you choose to have that heart towards someone else? Yeah. Because God says, if you want to be with me, this is what we're like. This is what our um, universe operates on outside of the wor- the human, human race, right? Mm-hmm. Everything, the animals, nature, everything, you know, in the beginning gave mm-hmm. and loved and thought about others before themselves. Mm-hmm. And so God is saying, I am in the process of restoring um, my people mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to exist without us. He says, I am restoring. Do you want to be one of those people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've contaminated our temple of the mind. We've become selfish, and he's wanting to restore us back to unselfishness. Right, and no one is an outcast. He invites everybody. 
and to partake of the restoration of the human uh, mind. And that's where he has like this ultimate mercy yeah. that um, is beyond human ability. But he says, you know, look at me and see how I treat people and practice it. And the more you practice and think about mercy, then the more merciful you'll become. So it, it is interesting, though, that God has shown us all this mercy, yet the carnal nature doesn't want to show other people well, mercy. Well, I, I think it's, it's bizarre. I, I think it's fear because we're afraid that somebody's—if we're too merciful, someone's going to take advantage of us. And That's Jesus, true, too. Right, but Jesus is like— he got he's the right? ultimate got taken advantage right, of. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so um you know, it's kind of like we're in the, on this planet in this laboratory and we're in this experiment. I know that's not what it is, but it seems like that's what it is. And well, it's like we a, are a theater to both men and angels. Right. And God is saying choose this day where you where you line up. Who you're you going to get married to. And, and and the thing is is he's like I'm not asking you to be to do everything right, I'm asking to learn about me and my ways. And trust me that I will heal you. And 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 desire that same path. Yeah, just, yeah. And sometimes I've had to pray, make Lord, make me willing to be made willing to Some, change. Sometimes I say, Lord, make me be willing to be willing. Yeah, and because and our, our nature doesn't... You know, our nature wants to run from God. Our nature wants to run from from hard things. Our nature wants to run from confrontation. Our nature wants to, you know, and so fear— It, it either wants to run or it wants to get in your face, charge, right? <laughs> well, and, you know, that's a— that's a way of puffing up because you know the the loudest guy in the room is typically the the one that's most afraid. So last week we talked about genetics and so that's kind of this fear is a genetic thing that came into the human race. Yeah, when did it enter? In the Garden of in Eden. In the Garden of Eden. Right. Everything can be traced back to that. Right. And the and that little scene right. of of Adam at one point in time, loving Eve so much that he was willing to die with her and partake of the fruit, and immediately after, he's willing to narc on her right. and say, the woman that you gave me. And now he throws her under the bus when 10 minutes earlier, he was willing to to die with her. You and know? at that point, the human race was changed, was changed forever until this whole thing is played out, and mm-hmm. then we're, we become new creatures. And, and we're, and we're, we're uh, adopted into the family of Christ and, and the family of God. And so, yeah, so the merciful are partakers of the divine nature. And in them, the compassionate love of God, is, it's how it finds its expression, if you will. All of those whose hearts are in sympathy with the heart of infinite love will seek to reclaim and not condemn. Our ego wants to condemn. Our spiritual nature wants to wants to reclaim and, and win people and back uplift. to God. Yes, and that is a healthy temple of the mind. A healthy temple of mind doesn't divide this planet into groups. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my group is right and God is with me and your group is wrong. So by default, you must have the devil. And so now there's so many groups. There was no groups with Jesus. Hey, he goes, we're walking through Samaritan, Samaria. I don't see Samaritans. I mm-hmm. see people. Right. I, you know, and so 
there were there are no groups, but now society is wanting to divide into groups. And, and it's it's like that's like the ultimate temptation, right? That that Satan is coming around and getting even people who serve God and who yeah. you know are God's followers to say, you know what, separate out because you know you yeah. don't want to be contaminated by yeah. that. And that very um, act of self preservation at the expense of someone else is the very act of what goes against God's character. Yeah, yeah, there are no divisions, there's no class differences, there are there's none of that with God. We are all children of God. Some of us are misbehaving children mm-hmm. and other ones are not uh, or not so much, but we're all children of God. We all have the same natures. We're all in trouble, we're all in need of healing and we we're all in, in need of 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 getting, for lack of a better term, getting straightened out. Right. You know? Getting that remedy to to heal our hearts and minds. Because Christ, when he dwells in the soul, it's a spring that never runs dry. That's right. Whenever he, wherever he is, there is an outflowing of kindness. When the error-prone, the tempted, the wretched victims of want and sin appeal to the Christian, the Christian doesn't ask, are you worthy, but how can I help you? Exactly. And... And, you know, how often do we want to put them in categories? So I'll help this category of people, but not this category of people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, not, that's not what we're here for. We're not here to judge people and divide them into groups. We should look at every human being as our brother, right. as our sister. Um, in the most pitiful, the most immoral people, the Christian sees souls for whom Christ died to save and for whom God has given to his children the ministry of reconciliation. The merciful are those who manifest compassion to the poor, the suffering, the oppressed, the rich. They manifest compassion to everyone. Right. And, and unbeknownst to us, a word of sympathy, an act of kindness can lift burdens that that are that rest heavy upon weary shoulders and every word or deed of unselfish kindness is an expression of the love of Christ for lost humanity the merciful shall obtain mercy the soul of blessing shall be made fat and he will be watered he that is watered shall be watered also that's a proverbs 11:25 and there God it is. is saying you know what is what is your part in this theater and he, I, I love that. He that watereth shall be watered also. It's the way things work right. in God's universe. And we being selfish cannot seem to grasp that the more we give, the more we receive. Because we're afraid to give because what we'd have to give is ours. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to give up what's ours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's all God's anyway. It's just, it's just, it's the same thing with a tree. A tree doesn't exist to give to itself. It gives... It, it exists to do to be a part of the plan. Yeah. Right? So it provides oxygen, it provides shade, it provides homes for birds and bugs and everything else. Even a dead tree provides, I mean, we burned a brush pile the other day yes. and it was full oh. of birds and they we were all in to, there, try, you know. Yeah, and we had to get in there and, and shoo scare them, them out. Yeah, scare them all out were, before we burned the brush pile. Yeah. Everything in this on this planet gives, you know, and... and so Except we, for the heart of selfish man. Yeah, and so this is why God wants to dwell. Uh, he, he doesn't care what you've done. He doesn't care what you've done. He knows that the heart of selfish man is enmity, that it hates God, 
and that's where we all start. And and I love the fact that Jesus is not a quitter. He's not <laughs> a quitter. No, I mean? he'll he chase you. Yep, and it even even regardless of if we're having the up down experience and going through hills and valleys, the Lord he, stays with us regardless. He knows your heart. Yes. And he knows if you're plugging away at it. Um he's he's just the beginning of the Bible, God with man. The end of Bible, God with man. Throughout the Bible, man running from God and God chasing after man. He's chasing after you. And chasing after me. Behold, I stand at the door mm-hmm. and knock. If any man open the door and let me in, I will come in and sup with him. And we can assimilate that character of Jesus by partaking, in, and that changes the temple of our mind. We have to wrap it up again already, folks. Um, and this series is going quick, and we have a lot more exciting episodes Uh, So we want to thank you for tuning in. And remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you for listening to the Temple of the Mind on Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Kallenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they're supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.